from the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. I like that's from the uh, Doug cartoon. <laughs> it's from something old. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Was that the eight Ferris Bueller? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Or whatever it is. Yeah, it was probably, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was good. I'm surprised you haven't played that on yeah. one of the breaks yet. That's not yeah. in your oh, wheelhouse. Oh, you ruined it. That's what he was going <laughs> to play. No, that's, that's kind of not in my wheelhouse, actually. that's It was a little... Uh, 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 go ahead. Never mind. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, so, welcome back, Sammy. I, I tried to not do it in the mic. Right. That Welcome back. Good. Thanks. Yeah, Sammy's it's in so here. It's so great to be back for my cruise. Yeah, looking good. Looking, I mean, got the sundress on. Way right? overdressed. Way I am overdressed way overdressed. It's true. So, I'm wearing a sundress. I'm actually got hair and makeup done today. So they're in for a treat. So, Normally I just show up with no makeup. Tell us all about the cruise. Uh, the cruise was good. Uh, but it worked because it was a Groupon. You know, we went for Daniel's birthday. Um, I don't know if I told you guys this. But uh, no, I couldn't have. The day before the cruise, I'm looking over the fine print and it says, you have to be on the cruise ship by 3.30. Well, our flight didn't lay until 3.57. Whoa. So I'm like having a heart attack and I'm like, babe, I don't know what we're going to do. Allegiant has the worst fucking customer service because it's a la carte air. Like if you get cheap ass flights, don't expect great customer service or any customer service for that matter. Mm. So anyways, we end up having to rent a car one way, drive down there because uh. our flights were booked separately back. So we ended up making a road trip out of it. We left Wednesday. I got done or Tuesday. I got done bartending at like one thirty in the morning and we left at four in the morning. So and I hadn't packed. Wow. So it was that was a hot mess. But the saving grace was knowing I didn't have to drive back. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you know, that's fine. But uh, when we flew back, we flew into Asheville, so we had to drive from Asheville to Charlotte <laughs> because it's cheaper that way. It's still so much cheaper to do it that How way. How long was the drive to the... Uh, it ended up being like 10 hours. <sighs> With no yeah. sleep for you. And, um, Pretty much, yeah. I slept maybe two hours in the car. Oh, gosh. Because Daniel was like, no, 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 I'll drive first. And I was like, no, like I'm already wired from bartending. Just let me drive. And he was like, okay. And I was like, but you go to sleep because when I'm tired... <laughs> We're swapping. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up staying up the majority of the ride, which is what happens on our car rides because he just gets rocked to sleep, apparently. <laughs> but anyways, because the cruise is uh, a Groupon, it was good, but you could tell they like cut corners. It was a very old cruise ship, hmm. but it was great, and they weren't uh, shy about pouring liquor. So. Oh, really? They gave you your money's worth, huh? Yeah, because they know that like for the drink tickets, you get up to a ten seventy five if you buy the drink tickets. Well, it's like seventy dollars, but you're saving money if you buy these drink tickets. So we did that. Yeah, so it and, ended they, up being and they like go for like sodas and stuff too, right? Yeah, but yeah. I'm not using a drink right. ticket on for ten seventy five on right. a soda. So um, I just stayed drunk the whole time. It was great. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Daniel got to see me dance. It was exciting. He hadn't seen you dance before. No, not. Uh, I mean, he's seen me like you know, two step. Oh. But not like, like we actually got to dance. You did the full Sammy. Yes. I oh. showed him what I 
what I'm normally doing. Like if I'm out with my girls. Show them what you're working with. Right. So I twerked a little. <laughs> so you Somebody just, made it rain. You just rocked that young man's world. I did. My wife told me one time, she said, if I really put it on you, you'd have a heart attack. <laughs> say, what? Right, that's good that you know she's holding that. <laughs> so you put it on him. Right? So that's good then. So yeah. the food was up to par. Everything was. Food was. Uh, it was okay. Okay. We, you know, you had a reservation every night at this little dinner spot, and um, it was good. The couple we sat with was awesome. They were from Kentucky. That helps. Yeah. The second night we had some loud ass people. So as we were leaving, the couple that we like were like, "Were they getting on your nerves?" I was like, "Girl." <laughs> You know they were. <laughs> One of those people who talks really loud, needs attention. Mm. I don't know anyone like that. Yeah, me neither. So that so it was three days, right? It was. Uh, we left Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and we got back Friday morning. So okay. very quick turnaround. Okay. But worth it. How did Daniel enjoy it? Daniel really liked it. That was his first one, right? It was his first cruise, yeah. And the, the reason we did like a short one is because if you love cruises – it's a great intro. If you hate cruises, at least it's only two days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need you throwing up on me, and I don't need you holding your hair back. Right. Yeah. Did you try to do the thing where you sneak a little bit of liquor onto the ship? Did you go for that or not? No. No? No. I mean, we could have, but at that point, like, I was running all these errands. I was like, no, fuck it. I'll just pay for the drinks. I don't care. So did they have a lot of great, like, night activities, like shows? Yeah. And- they were supposed to have an adult pool mm-hmm. and a kid's pool. But the kids kind of transferred to the adult pool in the hot tubs. And I'm pretty sure any hot tub I've ever been in has like a warning. Like if you're under the age of 12, don't be in the hot tub because it's not safe for you. Right. So it's also not safe if I'm there because I will throw your ass overboard. So thanks for watching your kids, parents. (laughs) Ugh. So they let them in there. Yeah, it's okay. I just made sure to be like overly obnoxious with the PDA. No. They, oh yeah, you hey, you you grew them up real fast. Right. Huh? All right. All I right. think they're doing something in the hot tub. No, we're not. We're just trying to get you out. <laughs> so did they have that thing where like you gotta wait forever to get your luggage checked in and like leaving the ship takes a long time? Was it leaving like the ship was uh took a little bit of time, but mostly because Daniel doesn't have his passport. Oh. So how was he you can uh on that particular cruise line, you can have your birth certificate and okay. your ID and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, you have to wait in this long ass line. So going in, I was like, I have my passport and they're like, Are you with him? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Well, what, does he have a passport? No. Okay, go in that long ass line. Why so don't you just like, get a passport? Fucker. Just because he'd been putting off, putting off, putting off. And he has, you know, at least eighteen felonies and warrants out there. I don't know. That can slow it up. Right. A little bit. Yeah. Um, so then we go in for customs, same thing. This line took at least 45 minutes. Mm. So I Snapchat during it and I was like, why am I waiting in this line? And I reverse it. I'm like, Daniel. <laughs> so. Wait, wait. No, no. There you go. There you go. That was like a very, that was. That's one of our new sound drops. Oh. So whenever somebody is, I thought that was Brian beatboxing. That's crazy. (laughs) That's how it sounds when he beatboxes. I am that good. He is that good. So how was it without me? Did Charlotte miss me? Was the whole city crying the whole time I was gone? It was like the day after the Super Bowl, pretty much. Yeah, that's what I just had kind of a dazed look at Denver. (laughs) No kidding. No, No, Um, it was. It was. We held it down. We did what we could. Okay, good. You know, so we always kind of. Doing the best we can when one of the parts of Voltron is, is not missing. Yeah. Right. So we did the best we could, though, right? Yeah. Did you go see the show this weekend? Uh, this past weekend. You were in it. 
The, yeah, the, yeah, I did go see it. I was in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you were. Yeah, Verdas. He, I, I meant to post. But I've been slacking with my posting stuff, but yeah, I performed with him Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And That's awesome. Yeah, it was dope. Like we got to talk a long time. Good. Uh, his comedy is super like sharp and intelligent and funny. I love that. He it's had amazing. one of the best heckler exchanges I've ever heard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz there was this guy in the audience. Oh my god, I don't think I could deal with a heckler. <clears throat> well, no, I mean me being part of the audience cuz I would be right. like, "Shut the fuck up and sit down." Right. But this was different. This wasn't just like Sorry you're for not... those people listening <laughs> at church. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't just like you're not funny. This went way deeper than Yeah, this was like a political yeah. ideological what? Kind of exchange. Yeah, like, cuz Why the... are you even here? Well, guy? here's the thing. The dude like cuz the crowd was about 80% Indian. Yeah, I went 60%, but somewhere 60? between there. Okay, between yeah, 60 thought, and yeah. 80. Yeah. Which I expected. Yeah. yeah, and so he was he was talking about the India's government, right? That there's three, yeah, there's three, uh, there's three political parties in India, and one of them has been pretty regularly killing Muslims. Yeah. Okay. So he was talking about that, and I guess the guy in the audience was a supporter of that party or, yeah. or took oh, offense to whatever Virdas was saying, but that guy lived here now. So Virdas was like, how you going to talk shit? And you left. Right. I yeah. stayed. I'm still there. Right. He said, you- Like, you, I'm dealing with it. I'm yeah. dealing with it. You bailed. So right. how are you running right. your mouth? Right. So that was just like a fascinating back and forth. Yeah. Uh, but, but good it, for him, because like- yeah. You know, you could brush it off and be like, all right, buddy. But for him to be like, no, no, yeah, your no, ass he, left. Yeah. Veer don't play that shit. No, no, no. Veer is very resolute yeah. about his opinions on things. That's good. And he does not suffer fools lightly. I yeah. will say that. Yeah. So it was a nice back and forth. And the audience kind of was with Veer on this. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, they absolutely. all clap, you know, so. Well, and I feel like that's a losing battle for any heckler because everybody's here to see that person, not yeah. your ass. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Oh, but Unless again, this guy got offensive. pissed off. Yeah, I mean, this was like, like you know, a comic dogging Donald Trump and right. somebody getting pissed off. Right. It, it went because Donald dip, Trump yeah. would kill Muslims. <laughs> it went. It went completely beyond any heckling situation that I've ever seen. And I mean, the staff here, you know, to their credit, they kind of moved into the position because the guy was getting heated. You know, pretty heated, and they moved into position, but they didn't do anything because I think they recognized so that this an isn't Indian a typical. Guy. Did it he have was. a it Did he have a Indian thick guy. accent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could was... you understand him? Yeah. Yeah, because he only said one thing. Oh, that's all he said. Yeah, he said "fuck you, Veer," and was like, "Yeah." Gave him the two fingers. It's like over and over and over again, and like Veer went back and he's like, "No, fuck you." And well, then told us that the the why did you in, just have an accent? I don't know. I yeah, I don't know why I did that. The, the shows, probably, the shows I'm, in I'm India. Horrified. <laughs> the shows yeah. in India. Veer said. He said that was mild compared to yeah. what he deals oh, with I'm when sure. he performs in India. He said you'll have it's people radical, like I'm sure. waiting for you outside. Yeah, yeah he said yeah. that here, this guy is safe. And he left, like, like as soon as the show ended, the guy just left. He left his party and just, like, made a beeline right out of the out of the store. But Veer said, you know, here in Charlotte, he's not a threat. He said, but in India, he's waiting outside with 10 other guys. That's crazy. Yeah. And he said the guy's going to go straight home and write a blog. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Facebook status, beer das, blah, blah, blah. And apparently in India, like, there's two real, like, I was talking to the opener, uh, Raj, uh, who opened the show. He's Indian. And he was talking about how in India, like, there's two main occupations. You're either an engineer or a doctor. 
These are, that's it. That's what you do. Unless you know, unless you like doing labor and stuff like that. But yeah. he said basically, if you have a certain level, level of education, you're an engineer or a doctor. And sure enough, almost everybody, every dude Veerdas pointed out at the show was an engineer. Yeah, including the MC. <laughs> like, and I and I remember this Indian uh, cat told a joke a long time ago. I still laugh at. He said, "Listen," he said, "People, you know, people trying to talk like." Indian families are so restrictive and stuff like this. He was like, listen, when you're an Indian child, you can be anything you want to be. That's right. Any kind of engineer or doctor you want to be. <laughs> like, those are the two. And then he said, the MC was telling me that those are the main two, but if you're, so if you're good at science, you're an engineer. Right. And if you're good at, no, no, if you're good at math, you're an engineer. If you're good at science, you become a doctor. Yeah. And if you're not good at either one, you become a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him you're a lawyer? <laughs> yeah. And we started laughing. He was like, yeah, it doesn't carry the same respect level it carries over here. <laughs> I feel like, you surprised. You'd be surprised how little it carries over here sometimes. And did you tell him you worked at ass? I, I, we didn't even go into oh, okay. it. We didn't have time. I feel like that's some that carries some weight right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. So, but it was good for me, too, because I never performed in front of a predominantly Indian audience. Yeah, that's good. And, and how did they receive you? They were really Great, into yeah. it. They good. were really into my stuff. Good. Yeah, to the point. I love hearing that. Yes, and to the point where Veer said that he has a uh, festival. Uh, that's called the Weird Ass Pajama Festival. He okay. calls it Weird Ass because he said a lot of people pronounce his name Weird Ass as opposed to Veer Das. That's hilarious. So he goes with Weird Ass, and he calls it the Weird Ass Pajama Festival, and they hit a bunch of cities in India uh, over the course of like a week or so. He invited me to perform in That's the killer. festival. Yeah. And? In January. Well, here was the thing I was worried about was I wouldn't have the money to fly over there because that ticket's like 1500 Yeah, it's crazy. But then I was talking to him and, and he said- And that's on the cheap side. Right. And he said, the festival covers your flight. Fuck, yeah. Hotel, food, yeah, whatever. Are you going to do it? Yeah. I mean, I send him the email to follow up like he asked. I haven't heard back from him yet. But I'm like, he hasn't been in America long enough. He's to be busy a... responding to that guy's blog. Right. But I'm like, <laughs> he, he hasn't been in America long enough to be a bullshitter yet. Like, yeah. that right, takes right, a couple right, right. of months. So I'm, I'm That's assuming really exciting. something to happen. But it's supposed to be in January. so I'll Would keep... wifey go? No. Oh, okay. No, but, I, but I'll keep everybody updated on what happens, if anything happens. I got my Listen, fingers crossed. Listen, what happens in India stays in India. I, I, I'd love it. Except I'd for love herpes. To get to see that she not, comes home with you not not that part but i would love to see the other parts right that would be amazing that would be big time for yeah me. that would be yeah. the biggest thing that's happened in my career It'd be a world what a i thought i day. was the biggest thing that's ever happened well then that would be the second okay thing. all right thank you yeah just want to make sure absolutely so i don't know if you guys have walked around uptown recently it's hot um, as shit well besides it being hot as shit and you wearing a long sleeve shirt long sleeve Eagles shirt. Uh, for the listeners that can't see me, Sammy just outed me. Yes. Anyway, somebody's about excited about football season, uh, which he may talk about in his corner. Anyways, so the homeless people have gotten really aggressive with asking for money. Okay. So everybody has a spiel. You either got out of the army, you just got out of the hospital, you just got out of jail, whatever. Everybody has a spiel, right? Mm -hmm. So July 4th, I'm taking you back a couple weeks because I forgot to tell this story. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty slow, but we start to pick up after the fireworks end, and I see a table outside, and they're eating. Homeless guy walks up. I don't like to assume anybody's homeless, mm -hmm. but you can tell. They have a look. So I walk up behind because he can't see, and I go to the table. Are you good? And they're like, meh. 
All right, well, that means you're good. If you say no or get them out of here, then I'll get them out of there. And I have no problem being an asshole because there are plenty of services for you Mm -hmm. besides bothering the customers that are inside our patio. Mm -hmm. So they say they're fine. I walk away. And then the guy finally walks away. And I look at them and I go, did he ask you for money? And they said, yeah, that's my confirmation that you're asking my customers for money. Mm -hmm. So I'm not assuming, right? Mm -hmm. Then I look over at the other end of the patio. Mm -hmm. And this motherfucker has is holding hands with a couple. Gross. I don't know who you just jacked off for five dollars. Mm-hmm. And two. Yeah, and who knows what the homeless guy did? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I know that that's how they were paying for their tab, so I was okay with that. But anyway, so he's holding hands with them while they're trying to eat. Okay, gross on all levels. And he's praying with them. This is his spiel in the Bible Belt. He prays with people, and then asks for money. It probably works for him. It probably does, but not when I'm around. Well, no. So I walk up and I listen to it and it's like, Daniel's family likes to do really long prayers, like right before we eat, right? It's like this. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to wait it out. And then he keeps going. And I don't know if he knows I'm there, but I'm pretty sure he does. And the guy in the couple at the table looks at me and is like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, please save us. So I go, hey, man, I don't want to interrupt your prayer, but uh, I can't have you asking my customers for money. And this isn't even my table. But there's a, like, you just can't be doing that. So he goes, you, that's not even what it's about. And I go, okay, well, I just asked that table over there, and they told me that is what it's about. And you did ask them for money. Well, you can't interrupt a conversation with God. I said, you can continue your conversation with God over there. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah. You're the fucking devil. And I was like, Whoa. I go, oh, yeah, your right. Yeah. And I go, Yep, that's me. And so I'm standing there and he's like, Yeah, you just don't interrupt. That's so fucking rude. And I was like, Okay, I'm telling you they're trying to eat and you're interrupting. So I can call security if you like, but I need you to leave. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking bitch. Like, calls me a fucking bitch oh. at least seven times. And I go, Well, call me the devil. And I go, Pretty sure you're not supposed to call me the devil if you're a Christian. I'm just saying. Mm. And so, of course, now he's getting pissed. Then he calls me a fucking bitch like seven All times. All in front of the customers. Which say nothing. Mm. So I'm like, This fucking guy. So then he walks outside and he keeps calling me a fucking bitch. And, um, so as he walks away, I go, have a blessed day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So then the last Monday, or this past Monday, I go outside and this guy, I have a regular, and um, he says that he'll give a cigarette or whatever the homeless person wants if they give him something. Like, oh, if you give me your shoe, I'll give you a cigarette. If you're just to barter with them. So I walk outside and this guy has one shoe on and his hat on the ground. And I go, what are you doing? And John's like, oh, I'm just, he goes, we're just having a conversation. I go, uh, looks like you're asking for something. Mm-hmm. And um, John's like, no, 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 it's fine. I go, put your shoe on and get your hat and get out of here. You can't ask for money. <laughs> and um, I go to John, I go, quit feeding the animals. Like, you know <laughs> you better. Are to, you need to stop. It's so right then there. the guy goes, you don't have to be a jackass and screw everything up. <laughs> so at least John was like, uh, buddy, watch your tone. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't have to watch my fucking job. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I'm just making friends everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You, so if you're homeless, wow. don't fucking come to Mortimer's. Oh, yeah. Where's this at again? In the epicenter. Oh, that's in the epicenter. Yeah. And they have security, which should be like monitoring yeah, you'd think it. Yeah, they would be. Yeah. But no, with the amount of rent they pay for any 
space in there. They should be on those homeless people. Any member of the media shows up with a camera, though, and they're oh, on they you. Oh, they are like, on it. <laughs> they're on yeah. you in five seconds. If you show up without a with a camera yeah. and without a permit, they are on you within 2.5 seconds. Really? Homeless guy wandering around for 30 freaking minutes. Nobody. Nope, nope nothing. I'm going to give him a camera next time. Here, carry this around. Yeah, here, carry this. See how long it lasts. Damn. It's good times. <laughs> I can't believe my man called you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Fucking Damn. devil and a fucking bitch. Jesus I was like, is good. Jesus is great. You're right. Me, me, me. Right. I was like, oh, this is a great prayer. You guys have a great dinner. But the guy at the table didn't say anything like, whoa, buddy. Calm down. Yeah, what was he doing? Sitting there munching on his french fries. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, to- I hope you got the clap on your hands from holding that guy's fucking <laughs> hand for not sticking up for me. You came know. to his rescue. The least he could have done was stuck up for you. I'm just saying, yeah. like, if if somebody is berating somebody else, even if I'm not involved, I'm be like, buddy, yeah. calm down. Yeah, yeah. Although I should have said, I'll, I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit down with these people and pray for you. Yeah. But, uh, First, although to we're be fair, use hand in a fight, my money's on you. So that's true. It, it should it, be. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm not malnourished. That guy may have been, or on crack. Who true. knows? Yeah. If you're on crack, does that automatically make you malnourished? No, but it gives that crazy strength, doesn't it? I don't know. Let's research that. If you're that. currently on it. Let's research that over the break. All right. We'll I'm be I'm going to let you Google that. Hey, guys. Here's what's coming up at the Comedy Zone for the rest of July and into August. Dominique here uh, this weekend, July 22nd through the 23rd. Two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night. Get your tickets at cltcomedyzone.com to hear Dominique. Drew Lynch from America's Got Talent, July 28th through the 30th. Steve Byrne, HBO, Conan, Sullivan and Sons, The Tonight Show. You've seen him around August 4th through the 6th. James Davis, August 11th through the 13th. Gary Owen, August 18th through the 21st. Big Jay Okerson, August 25th. Through to the, the 27th, looking forward into September. Some great shows, Sinbad, uh, Ron Funches, all kinds of great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina over the next several weeks. You can reach the Comedy Zone in these ways. Call them at 980-321-4702. Go to the website, as I said, at cltcomedyzone.com. Follow the social media at Comedy Zone CLT on Twitter and Instagram. Find them on Facebook at Comedy Zone CLT. And check out their Snapchat, too. Uh, videos and uh, pictures and snaps and stuff as uh, the shows are going on. It's a good time. So cool stuff coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte. Welcome back. Comedy Zone podcast. We got a very, very special guest in the building. It's a celebration. I'm feeling it's sunny outside. I'm feeling good. It's sunny we, outside, and you're wearing a long sleeve shirt. I don't. No, don't no, no, no. It's good. I'm just, I'm just pointing things out. <laughs> but we, you're right. It feels great. We got the amazing comedian Dominique in the building today. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Now Dominique is part of a rare club. She is one of the only Does she second know about time. This? Okay. <laughs> one of the only second time guests, right? We've only that's right. Yeah. Uh, Dominique wow. and Paul Hooper. That's it. Yep. That's wow. it. So, oh, that's Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's all the fame. That's all the yeah, fame. That's all that's right. so much yeah. We need pictures on the wall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what we're basically saying is you family by now. Oh, right. And, and I received that. <laughs> right. Now now the last time we talked, uh, mm-hmm. you were just doing last comic standing mm-hmm. right now and you ended up making it to like what the final yeah the final five <sighs> top five yeah wow. wow 
So what what was that whole experience like for you? Were you nervous? I mean, I know you're a veteran, but I was nervous. I think the thing that made me nervous the most was the time I had to do. Mm. You know, when you're a headlining comic mm-hmm. and you have to and you used to doing an hour, and so you know, in that hour, you can it's 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 you can say a lot in that hour. Yeah. But when you have to cut it to three minutes and four minutes and that was I think the most challenging thing for me. Mm. Yeah. Because it had been so long since I did that. Even before I was headlining, I was at least averaging twenty minutes a show, right. twenty five minutes a right. show. So now you're talking about under five, <laughs> under five, and I have built all these long stories and been able just to lay, at, you know, just lay down in these premises, you know. So <laughs> that, I think that was the most challenging thing for me. How were you able to do it? How did did you have to just look at your material and say? And cut just slash. I did. I, I did old material, and I looked at material and things that would. Well, Cause see, it has they have this thing on NBC called S and P standards and practices. So oh. everything had to be sent through standards and practices. So I really had to look at my jokes because I have some cutting edge stuff that just couldn't go on NBC. Yeah, you know that they just like nah, that, 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 that's just not right. gonna work. S and P was like, uh, no. I mean, I even had one joke that was like, well, is the person alive? Been dead, you know what I mean? I'm like, no, he's not. He's been dead, you know. So I, I, I just kind of sat there and just went back through some things. Like, okay, this might work. I haven't said it in a long time. That might work. This might work. And would you just do took it again? It from there. Um, I guess, I guess I would say yeah. I can do it again, but I think I would. It was a great experience for me. Um, great exposure, and the tour was a great thing for me as well. That's what I was going to ask. Did it do? Did you notice that it did something for your fan base? It grew it some. It or, did. Yeah. It did help in that area. It really did. Do you still work with any of the comics that you were up against in the show? Do you still keep up with anybody? Or I keep up with some of the people that were on the show. Not in the top five all the time. I talked mm-hmm. to Ian Bag. He was in the top oh, five. Ian. Oh, he's shout a, out he's to Bag. That's my guy. You know, I talked to him. Um, Really talk to the rest of them, like yeah. That, but I'll talk to Bag sometimes. Sometimes I talk to Andy Erickson, she was in the top five. Mm-hmm. Shout out Andy E, that's what I call her, Andy yeah. E. So, um, I talk to her sometimes and Palisac through Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to Clayton in a while, he won the show, but I haven't talked to him in a while. But yeah, all of them real cool, you know, real yeah. cool people. Well, that's what's up. I mean, I know you know, last time we you were here, uh, we talked about your style of delivery mm-hmm. and how it's kind of like you don't let folks breathe. Like mm-hmm. you, st- you step on, you step on it, and then pop, 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 and I think that's the sign of like a a veteran, and in my opinion, a true headliner, is that the audience is like, please just give, like you laughing so hard Keep that you going. don't you don't get a break, and that's something I'm trying to work on with with my style, and I remember you saying. That you developed that up in New York. I did. And and you couldn't let people's attention go for that long. No, you couldn't. And that's really where that style of comedy came from. Uh, you know how they say it's the city that never sleeps all night? Mm. Well, they think fast up in <laughs> And they like things fast. Right. You know how their city constantly moves? Oh, yeah. So they, it's just that style of comedy. When I went there, they went there, pop, pop, they rapid fast, pop. You know, and it was so bad. I have had to learn to slow down, depending mm. on the audience that I'm in. Uh, especially in the South. Especially in some places in the <laughs> Midwest, though, girl, for real. Yeah. In some places in the Midwest, you got to slow down because they don't digest it as fast. They don't catch oh. it. No, they don't catch it as fast. Because yeah. so, they're not used to people talking that fast. No, they just, it just, the joke's not resonating. They need 
say the joke. Let me think for half a second. I mean, geez. (laughs) And then go on. You have to, you have to slow down. But that definitely came from living in New York. So I'm from DC, but Mm -hmm. as far as comedy is, Concerned, I was really birthed in New York. New York. Mm-hmm. Now, with because that made shout be... out to the Boogie Down Bronx. That's where I lived. Oh, that's where you were. Oh, that's yeah, where you I lived. lived so shout out that's to the a, Boogie but, Down. But any comedian we talk to says New York is really tough. So the fact that you—that's where you came up in comedy—that's mm-hmm. that's huge because I feel like if you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Yeah, and it, what the great thing about it is, is so many different ethnic diversities, mm-hmm. so many different comics, and you can make money. And I don't know how it is now. But when I was coming through that comedy scene, you could work. You could do five shows a night, mm. you know, with all those different boroughs. Yeah. And then even without the uh, five boroughs, it's all, when you think about all the New England states, all upstate, all that oh, way, Vermont, Rhode, Rhode Island, you know, all yeah. that up there, Connecticut, you know, you could really work up there. You could really make money. And they were hard crowds. You know, they really, really, you know, you take like L.A., they laughing at anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they laughing at anything. New York, no. Wow. No. You have you to be funny. You got to be funny. You better be up here saying something funny or you might as well sit down, you know, because they'll tell you, Ramel to be like, yo, son, we ain't here popping bottles. I ain't, I ain't buy all this to sit up here and don't laugh, yo. Damn. I could have stayed home for real. Then you hear one girl, stop, Ramel, leave him alone. You know You always acting out, Ramel, when you come. That's why I don't always like to come with you. You always acting out. Quit acting out all the time. And I built great relationships in um New York. Uh, uh, Tracy Moore. Especially, he's really looked out for me. I would have never worked Caroline's without Tracy. Wow. When Tracy started headlining Caroline's, he had called me and said, I'm going to send Big Jim to get you. That was his driver at the time. Right. He'd come pick me up, go down there and host the shows or even feature before Tracy. And that led me to the managers being there. And they were like, well, they started calling me. He said, yeah. well, give me your number. Even if Tracy's not here, if I got a spot. You know, I call you, you come do the spot. I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. And then That's I was great. able to do that club. Yeah, yeah, I was able to come do that club and still can. So so after after these years that you've been performing, mm-hmm. how was your, your writing style? Because I know some comics have a set time, a day, a week that they sit and write. And other comics, when something comes to them, they write. How is, what's your writing style like? When it comes to me. Okay. Yeah, when it comes to me, I'm going to jot down what I need to jot down. To get that thought out on stage, I jot it down in my phone. You ain't even got to really write mm-hmm. on paper a whole lot anymore. Yeah. I jot it down in this app I got, mm-hmm. and then I write enough words to help me remember what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. which direction I want to go in, and then I take it to the stage. Oh, it can okay. come through me riding down the street, right here, right now, North Tryon. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, that's funny. You know what <laughs> I mean? And then it just comes like that. I don't have a time where I'm like, okay, I'm about to sit down and write these jokes. They don't come to me like that. Yeah. They don't hit my mind like that. I could be talking or I could be looking at TV and I could see something on TV and I'd be like, nah, that's funny. <laughs> and then I'd be like, okay. And then I just start talking about it with whoever I'm watching TV, or either I be laughing by myself, you know, going through why I think this funny, and then I put in my phone, I be like, okay, da, 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 da. Right. Yeah. And so then all I them tags, it. all that stuff comes from that way, doing it that way. Doing it that way, but the tags and all that stuff, that come from the stage. Mm. So once I get what I want to talk about, I start letting it take a life of its own on the stage. 
I put it on the stage and then I start letting it birth itself on it's the like stage. It's like organic. Make it yeah. organic. Yeah. It'll start it'll start filling itself out and feeling birthing itself and I keep okay, they like that part. Maybe I can go this avenue. Right. Maybe they ain't get that, so I must have delivered that part a little wrong. But that's okay. I I live to fight another day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that kind of thing. And, and and just put it all together like that. That's yeah. how I kind of put it together. And it, it just take a life on its own, of, of its own on stage. Wow. And wow. then I try to see what other stories are inside the bit. Mm-hmm. Like when I tell a bit, I might say something inside that bit that take me off into a whole nother, onto a whole nother highway. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I, you're pretty open to wherever your delivery kind of takes you. Like you yeah. have in mind what you want to do, but you let it go wherever I'm gonna it I'm going to let it take me where it need to take me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just kind of follow it. So no set is the same? I can say it is. Okay. It can be the same premise-wise. Right. But it might be different delivery-wise. Yeah. So it might have the same premise, but it might be different. So that means you need to come to every show this weekend, guys. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Every show. So you can hear every little different piece of material. It might come, you know, go a little different. And then sometimes, like anybody else, you get tired. Like, I don't know, where was I? I had one show. I don't know, I was in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And man, you know, when, you, when you're when a comic and you've been on stage and you work and you know how your mind works mm-hmm. and you know how you can pick up things, you you know your quickness and you know when you can turn the corner. I guess almost like an athlete. Mm-hmm. They know when they feeling good out there on the field or the court mm-hmm. or they know when they out there and they like, how? You know what I'm in saying? In the zone, right. Yeah, so then like, and it doesn't happen often, but I, I know, like, sometimes it's like, okay, I'm just tired. I can't. <laughs> and I feel tired. my mind just, <laughs> and I'm pulling. Then I be like, there go the light. Hey, look, man, y'all come back tomorrow. I got this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to myself. <laughs> I'm saying to myself, it doesn't happen often, so I'm thankful for that, you know. <laughs> and I just like, you know what, there go the light. Then I come over, my team, they be like. I like, hey, look. Hey, <laughs> like, oh, and then they start giving me my list of, you know, such and such. I was like, I know. I know. I know y'all just telling me. I know we family. I know. I was up there. I know. I know. And, 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 and it's not that, you know, I'm always, this might be a little popping your call. I'm always this type of calm. Even when I'm bad, I'm better than average. Mm. That's the way I look mm. at it. Even right. when I'm not well, at my, you, when I'm not at be my best. Way. Right. I'm better than you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you know what I'm saying? So I, um, so, but, but it's fun. I think the biggest thing is just having fun. That's all. Yeah. Well, it, it, it comes off in the way you perform. I remember last time you were, you were down here. I was with you in Greenville. Yeah. We were yes. born in Greenville. And I just remember seeing you and I'm like, there's a comfort level. Mm-hmm. I mean, you came out dancing. Yeah. Enjoying the music. You didn't rush into yeah, you just came and enjoyed it and got a feel for the environment almost. Yeah, just see what's going on, you know. See what what, what y'all doing? How y'all feeling? What, what, what's going on? Yeah. So, yeah, just get a feel. You got to relax. And I'm a very conversational kind of comic anyway. So, when I relax and I feel almost like I'm sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. then, you know, I'm. It's, it's, it's better for me. I just try to relax and have fun. If you do that and you funny, it's going yeah. It's, it's going to resonate. It's right. going to work. It's, it's going to work. work. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes we take it too seriously, I think. Yeah. Now, I know I know. last time uh, you were here, mm-hmm. you, one of the things that you said was, basically, two of the big themes, because I asked about your advice for comedians, mm-hmm. and you talked about being patient mm-hmm. and staying positive. 
And it and it's funny because we had Dion Cole here mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and I was asking him about uh, other comedians and pieces of advice, and I heard him talk about it on another podcast too. And he says that you said something to him that changed his whole career. Mm-hmm. He gives you the credit. And he said he was complaining about L.A. And, oh, it's so fake. And it's this and that. And a lot of things he didn't like about it. And you said, well, well just leave then. Yeah, go home. I said, D, go home. If it's that bad for you, pack your bags and leave. He just looked at me like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Wow. He just right. at, leave. He's used to people sugarcoating things. And yeah, sweet. leave. Yeah. If it's that bad, roll out. Wow, and I and and, and clearly he should have stayed. It worked out okay. Yeah, it worked out okay. That was a good choice. Yeah, that was a good choice. But the, because and I and I feel that way because my grandmother always she would never let us complain. She wouldn't mm. when we start complaining. She said, "Shut your mouth up, mm. shut it up now." Mm. And I'm looking. I'm like this old lady crazy. <laughs> but you know, in hindsight. You know, she been gone. She gone now. Right. She would always quit complaining. Shut your mouth up. Do something about it. She said, everybody got their own thing they going through in life. Wow. Everybody. They wow. don't want to hear what you going through. Do something about it. That's so wise. To change it. If you give this a problem for you, change it. Shut your mouth up. Keep complaining. Everybody going through something. Everybody got their eels and their woes. Wow. Do something about it. See how you can f- fixate your mind on changing the situation. And you know when somebody tell you that and you twelve, right. you don't get it. Right. But when you're in your forties and right. she long gone, you in your thirties, right. you like I got you, and I got you. And to see everything she has seen in this country, mm-hmm. and to still have that attitude, still she got it. every reason to complain. She was born in 1915. She got every oh. reason to complain. She born in 1915. And was here for a while. I ain't leave till she was 87 years old. Wow. So oh, she was yeah. here a long time. And still had that attitude. And still had that attitude. But it made sense. That's why I told D. Leave. I ain't no sense. Because what happens in hindsight, if you get to complaining and uh, that, you don't have room. This business is peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. You're not going to always like what happens to you in this business. Might even cause you to shed a tear. But if you get to complaining about Mm-hmm. And get the crying and uh, making it a battle and the struggle. It's going to wound you. Mm. It's going to make you bitter. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you upset because everybody else, they don't really care. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be upset. You're going to be a bit bitter. So it's going to break your health down and it's going to shatter your opportunities to even give yourself a shot to go where you're going. Mm. And another thing she always said, keep your eyes off of other people and keep them on yourself. Mm. She said, if you keep your eyes on yourself, you do wonders for yourself. Mm. She said, stop looking at other people. Stop looking at what they're doing. That's what they're doing. That's they blessing. Keep working on what you're working on. Your blessing going to come through. A wise lady. I said, all right, mom. I said, okay, grind, grind. Dang. Yeah, so, you know, that's when he was, he was, and, and he was, what, what, what he was really going through is what everybody go through when they come to L.A. It's a difficult time. Mm. It make you feel like that. You be like, man, what? You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to describe unless you've been in that unless system. Unless you've been there. Unless you've been there. So what he was going through, he was rightfully going through it, and people had been through it, and I had been through it, and those kind of things. And the best thing I could tell him, I was like, D, go home. Go home because he's too funny, too talented. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Too funny, too talented. To let don't, L.A. To eat you alive. Yeah. I done seen the town eat people alive because they ain't approach it the right way and they receive what was going on the wrong way and they internalize that thing. And when you turn that thing on yourself, it's detrimental to you. Mm. You got to count it all joy. Wow. And that's what he Grandma said. He said, said you he, flipped the script for him. If Yeah. He said, Hollywood, L.A. was this way before you got here. It's going to be that way after you leave here. So what I you going to do? It's people had whole careers for any of us in this room right now was born. They had whole career died. Whole career, lives, kids, all that died. <laughs> Before we was even born. So how you going to change? What you, what you going to do? So something happened, and, and you going to change, and you already been here 30-some years. You ain't changing this. You right. going to figure out how to get the system to work for you. Mm. And, 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 of course, it's not probably going to work all the way on your terms. But the way I look at it is if we can come to a happy medium, a little bit on my terms, a little bit on your terms, mm. and we can get together and we can make this thing happen. That's, That's all. That's wild. And you got to count it all joy. My grandma said, count it all joy. It's all joy. <laughs> ain't, nothing, ain't nothing of it sad. It's all joy. You and your health and strength, you living and all that. Dion, tell everybody that. Shout out to Dion. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dion for that. We was out there talking, though, and I felt where he coming from, and I always loved Dion. I love Chicago. I just got this bond with them Chi-Town comics. We just got this thing. Always had me, Corey Holcomb, too. Yeah. We just got this thing. The Chi-Town comics is just like that. <laughs> Diane Corder, Mark Simmons, you know what I'm saying? The list go, Kenny Howe, the list go on. If I don't call your name, right. don't charge it to my heart. Charge it to <laughs> <laughs> I've been up since five o'clock this morning. <laughs> now, now are you are you still working with Black Jesus? Yes. So, what season is this? Three. Three. Because I saw I saw the first two. No, I, I saw the first season, and I haven't caught up. Okay. But uh, so you and Corey still on there? We still on there. We should probably start filming like I don't know, probably sometime next month or the beginning of September, something like that. The scenes between y'all are some of the funniest That's my baby scenes daddy. on TV. Right? That's my baby. Don't talk. Don't look at me when I'm talking to my baby daddy. <laughs> Oh my god. We goodness. do. I, I would agree. Me and uh, Hulk, I call him Hulk. Me and Corey have uh, we got good chemistry on camera. How much fun do y'all have on the We side do. Of that we show? just laugh like we he can add lip something and I just shake my head like your ass ain't know I gonna say that, did <laughs> No, I didn't. And I be saying, but I got one coming back just as soon as that camera gets to roll. So, we had fun. We had wow. fun. So what's so what's what's next? Uh do you have any sp- projects you're excited about or cities you headed to that you're excited about or um well um i did a movie i did a part in uh a small part in the movie with tyler perry called uh, Medea. you talked about that the last time and her, no i hadn't done it yet no no you hadn't done it but you said on stage i just got the call you had just got did the I, call i don't know i don't remember yeah you were Maybe. you were performing and you said i just got the call that i got landed a spot and the audience was clapping and you okay, got a spot maybe. in the tyler perry movie so i did and, and so that comes out in halloween it's called boo, boo. Boo and Madea Halloween. Oh, you in that? Yeah, I'm in that. Oh. So, Boo and Madea Halloween, I got a role in that. Um, wow, congratulations. Thank you. Wow. So, um, I'm touring. I'm going to shoot a special. And we're going to start the next season of Black Jesus. You know, I don't know if you guys heard. It's a new show coming on MTV. And Little Rail is hosting the show. No. It's called Acting Out. Huh. So, what the show is, is they're going to have comics do stand-up, right? Mm-hmm. And while they're doing stand-up, it's going to be a sketch going simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And the, the we'll be acting out the sketches. So I did some of those sketches, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I played Lil Rail's mama. When does that air? When, 
I'm not even sure. Oh, okay. It's a new show, so I don't even know the premiere date, but I did play Lil Rail's mama in one of the skits. He's and funny then, too. Yes, he is. Chi-town is what I'm trying to tell you. Yes, he is. Rodney Perry. I can oh. the list go on and on and on with He's this. a Chicago? Yeah. Oh, because I'm used to seeing him in Atlanta. That's where he lived. Rodney oh, Perry from, from Chicago. Chicago. All day long. Okay. All day long. Yes. Wow. So um Tony Schofield, you didn't got me thinking about my Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so um I did that show too and um I'm going to head out to um, Montreal next week. Just for laughs? Just for laughs. I'm going to do some stuff on Just for Laughs in Montreal next week. So That's great. You know, I'm blessed. I can't complain. I'm so happy to see to see Nor all this you. happening. No would yeah. I. Yeah, the ghost of my grandmother. <laughs> Be sitting on the side of bed. What I tell you? Right. <laughs> right. See, I just believe Hollywood, they need people. It needs people like you. I just like spirits like that. Right. Because you, sometimes you meet people... And I don't know whether L.A. or Hollywood changes people sometimes or whatever else, but I don't see that with you. Are you see? No, because I think they do that to themselves. Mm. They think that's how they pose that. They think that's how they supposed to be. Right. They they didn't built this. I have arrived. Sit down. <laughs> you ain't arrived nowhere. You know because the, the fact of the matter with that whole I have arrived thing, the fact of the matter is, no, you haven't. And the reason I say that because if you're dealing with show business, just I don't even like to use the word arrive. Just say you doing well, because mm. the thing can turn so quick. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It can turn so quick. You think you on everything, you be on everything, and it can go to not being on nothing. Just like that. Yeah. Just like that. It's the nature of the beast that we dealing with. So you just can thank God for your blessing. Say you're doing well and keep putting your best foot forward and start preparing for when you're 65. <laughs> Make sure things better. You ain't got to go out here and walk these dogs and do this grind when you're 70 years old. Right. If you can, it, you can do it because you want to do it. Let me say that. Right. You can do it because you, you have to. Not because you have to. You know, try try to concentrate. But they be people be they they be making that stuff. I didn't came up in the game with people. They move to L.A. They be talking to me. I be wanting to say this me. <laughs> I be thinking they seeing somebody else's face. I be like, you do you see this? this? Who do I you look know like? Who you're talking to right you there. What you doing? What are you doing? Button your shirt up. What are you doing? <laughs> you ain't sexy. Button your shirt up. You ain't built like that. What you talk? What you doing? <laughs> you put gel on the side of your head. What you doing? What you doing? Brand so new. I think they just, and I think that that takes a lot of energy. Yeah. And I just think that you don't never know when your life's gonna turn, and the person that you're not treating right, mm -hmm. you don't never know if you're gonna be that person. Right. You know, I used to want to go visit. I had a lot of great aunts and uncles that was old in the hospital. Mm -hmm. I used to want to go visit them at the nursing home and stuff. And once again, she stepped in. Mm. My grandmama stepped in and she said, you do want to visit. I said, no, I don't. She said, you live to be old as my brother. Mm -hmm. You going to want somebody to walk this hall and come see how you're doing, bring your little plate of food. Wow. Yeah. She said, you going to want somebody to do So be careful how you do it. I don't want to do I said, okay, never mind. I'm going to just stop bringing up stuff around her. <laughs> but, but she just dropped jewels, on, you know, to spark my intellect. Right. And that got a lot to do with my comedy, too, to spark my intellect and to get me to thinking about thinking, you know, the other way. So all that celebrity and all that stuff, yeah, that they, they, they come with the territory. Well, it ain't no reason for you to act a donkey. Right. Yeah. They just be doing it. But they, they that's always who they were anyway. 
They just ain't had no celebrity and money to have that bravado. So you, it just amplified it. It just amplified because you're going to look like a fool broke, you know, working at the burger joint with this attitude. They're going right. to be like, he's, he's a sociopath. <laughs> he's delusional. He's a sociopath. So when they get the money and stuff, that whole little thing they had going on, they like, okay, now I can unleash it. Man, shut up. <laughs> well, thank you, number one, for being you. And and for coming in and hanging with us for a thank little while. Yeah. Hey, thank y'all for yeah. having me. Yeah. And what was your grandma's name? Hattie C. Boyd. Hattie C. Boyd. Thank God for her too. Yeah. We've all benefited from oh, that. Oh yeah. She she was cold. She was a cold old like she ain't pulled no point to sit in that chair with that leg crossed, drinking that coffee. Mm. Let you have it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> she let you have even after she got sick, she ain't say much, but if she felt like it needed to be said. It got said. Oh, it got said. And that's how you are. Yeah, and then you, <laughs> then you put that on top of my mother. Hey, it's a wrap. <laughs> but it, it, it gets you through life, you know, so I ain't. I don't care how much celebrity and money. Like, I ain't using my energy being simple like that. Good. They just do it. I can't speak to you. Can't act like when you talking to so what are you asking me? Man, I will slap your face off. <laughs> you heard this question. That's what you're saying in your... I mean, I don't really think that. And that, I'm going to slap your face off. Like this lady I heard on the radio. I'm going to slap you to sleep. <laughs> that lady said, I'm going to slap you to sleep. So, yeah, it's just... just it's, it's, to me, it's too hard to be yourself every day. Yeah. It's a challenge, I think, for everybody, mm-hmm. just being yourself. Yeah. So to build another person to add to that, that's a heavy load. So I'm going to just keep working on being the best me I can and figure out Dominique, and I'll be all right. There we go. Well, thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate through. you guys having me. It's always great. If you're listening, come see Dominique this weekend or wherever city she's at. Uh, we'll be back. Hey guys, here's uh, dates and details for Dominique. You can uh, follow her on Twitter at Dominique Comedy. Now it's a little different. Let me uh, spell that for you. D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E Comedy, C-O-M-E-D-I. Dominique Comedy on Twitter. Follow her uh, website at she'sofunny.com. She'sofunny.com for dates and details for Dominique. As for the crew, Will Jacobs is at I am Will Jacobs. Sammy Joe Francis is at Sammy on Air. I'm at NCBalto72 if you like. Uh, you can follow the podcast at DCZ Podcast on Twitter. You can catch it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud as well. So go ahead and search for us. Find us, especially on iTunes. Leave a review. Subscribe to the show. It's the best way for us to continue to make the show grow, to continue to do what we do because you guys seem to like it and we like doing it. So we'd love to continue. So uh, keep it up. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Hey, Mom, and other people listening. I'm just assuming it's definitely my mom listening. But you can help, help us out and go to cltcomedyzone.com slash podcast and let us know who you are because we need a survey to know who's listening to us so we can make things more awesome for you as if they're not already awesome enough. So go to cltcomedyzone.com slash podcast and get that survey done. Less than five minutes. Come on. Come on. You know you want to.
Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. I'm so excited. Segment number three. So excited. <laughs> Why are you so excited, Sam? Because we're doing something new that we talked about, and that doesn't always happen. Yeah. So that's that's kind of fun to actually, you know, get it get it going. Yes. So this new segment, we don't have a cool <laughs> we don't have a cool intro yet. Drop yet for yeah, it. Yeah, we're yet. working on it. We're, we, working, we're working, on it. working on it. But it's called Five Minutes, and I think mine is going to be called, what is mine again? Will's Corner. That's right, Will's Corner. Yeah. So Will's Corner is Will Five Minutes Uninterrupted. Saying what I gotta say. He's married and he doesn't get that at home. I don't so get like, that anywhere. Give me the five work. minutes. Right. If I get the five, it's usually in his car on his ride home. That's right. So now we're gonna kick off. Uh, Let's do it. My inaugural Will's Corner. Will's Corner. I'll go ahead and tighten that. That was anticlimactic. <laughs> the East Coast don't love Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. The East Coast ain't got no love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. And death row, y'all don't love us. Y'all don't love us. Well, let it be known then. We, we know y'all East Coast. We know we at East Coast and F. Now, if you've never heard that sound before, that was actually the sound of a. Uh, Ted Cruz at last night's GOP convention. Uh, his speech last night, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you heard it, but that was uh, live sound from it. Uh, they booed his ass. I mean, they booed his ass because Ted Cruz decided that he would not endorse Donald Trump. A lot of people have been talking. They've been going willy, won't he? Uh, but in my mind, Ted Cruz had said one too many things. I mean, Tom, Donald Trump had said one too many things about Ted Cruz's wife. He talked about how she looked. He talked about everything else. And eventually, Ted Cruz ended up calling Donald Trump like a spineless coward. Like, there's a point of no return to where after you've basically said this man is the devil incarnate, you can't come out and be like, yeah, y'all should vote for him, though. Like that, they should have known that. Trump's people are saying that they knew it ahead of time and that they were all prepared for for Cruz not to uh, endorse. They were prepared for Cruz not to endorse. Uh, but it was a shock to America because everybody thought if you're going to have this guy speaking in prime time, you would figure that he was going to say you should vote for Donald Trump. But no, Donald Trump. But no, no, no. They said they said everything. But he said, oh, you should vote your conscience. You should vote your conscience when this moment comes. Go in that voting booth and vote your conscience. They didn't say anything. So did Ted Cruz get booed? They booed the hell out of Ted Cruz. They booed the hell out of Ted Cruz. And my question for Donald Trump is, how can Donald Trump unite America when he can't unite his own damn party? The Republicans aren't united. How is America going to be united when he can't unite his own damn party? So if you didn't hear it, I'm going to just recap it for you. Did they boo Ted Cruz? Yeah, they booed the hell out of Ted Cruz. They booed Ted Cruz like he was Jay-Z coming out at a Beyonce concert drinking a glass of lemonade. <laughs> they booed Ted Cruz like he was OJ speaking at Nicole Brown's funeral. They booed Ted Cruz like he was Mark Furman speaking at a Black Lives Matter rally. They booed Ted Cruz like he was one of Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriends accepting a Grammy Award on her behalf. <laughs> they booed Ted Cruz like he was Miko or Miko, yeah, Milo Yiannopoulos accompanying Leslie Jones down the red carpet at the Ghostbusters premiere. <laughs> they booed Ted Cruz like he was Kim Kardashian giving the keynote speech at a Mensa conference. They booed Ted Cruz like he was Jared Fogle closing out the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> they booed Ted Cruz like he was Barack Obama speaking at a Tea Party rally. 
They booed Ted Cruz like he was North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory. Well, pretty much anywhere. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's my five minutes. The inaugural five minutes, all about how bad they booed Ted Cruz. Appreciate y'all. I enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. They booed the hell out of Ted Cruz. That's they a big takeaway for my five minutes. I have not been watching, but I will say the shit that uh, after Melania, is that Monday, Monday, plagiarized the fuck out of Michelle Obama. <laughs> Oh my God! I could not. I could not stop laughing, and I try not to watch anything the, from the Republican National Convention because I like to live my life and not acknowledge them. Uh-huh. But anyways, after that, I was like, "Oh, oh, this is just too good to be true." And the dang on internet just drug. Oh yeah. Hey, drug um, Melania Trump. How was Black Twitter on that? Black Twitter went ham. Mm. Black Twitter, they had, they, had, they said, uh, I, I saw all kinds of stuff. They had memes uh-huh. posted of uh, like Michelle Obama taking a test and Melania looking over her shoulder. Like they had pictures like that. Oh my God. They, they had, had, uh, they had quotes that you know from popular things. That's the one that I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Which are hilarious. Yeah. They were like, uh, Melania quotes, uh, beans don't burn in the kitchen. <laughs> Jefferson joint. They did everything. They did everything with Melania. So it's been that a great was entertaining. That was entertaining. So this whole thing's been entertaining. I'm sure we'll be talking more about it next week. But thanks again to Dominique for coming through, hanging with us for a little bit. And thanks for doing our inaugural five minutes. Yes, the five wills, five minutes, the five minute corner. Thanks to Sammy for uh being back. Just being back. <laughs> being back. Well, this is my last time. So well, we, it was good while it lasted. Yeah, yeah. And I might add thank you for wearing that dress. So, yeah, you're yeah. welcome. Even my bra keeps popping out. It's because my oh, yeah. Thank huge, you for... massive chest. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> the Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.